when are we going to be rich enough to have somebody else edit this podcast not today All right, friends, welcome to another episode of the Nyer Papa's Hockey Podcast. I'm Leanne. I'm Jessica. I'm Megan. And today we have a special guest, my little brother, Hello. <laughs> Scotty Patterson. This is for everybody that ever wants to say that we have never played the game and we don't know what we're talking about because we never played the game. We got ourselves a, what level did you play up to? Went all the way to high school. High school level hockey player on our pod. So I think we are more than qualified now to talk about everything. KHL, tick. PHF, tick. N-Y-S-H-S-A-A. Yeah, that's it. This is the episode that makes us qualified. Yep. Precisely. This is the one. Exactly. Um, so today we're gonna talk about where we're at in the Stanley Cup finals. Or the final, the one final. What was that tweet about? Like, there's oh my god, that pissed me off. That pissed me off. They were like technically, and I was like, technically, you're a bitch, first of all. (laughs) Yeah. Who tweeted it? A man or a woman? It was definitely a woman. woman. It was a hundred. I thought it was I thought a woman tweeted it. Was it? I was just yeah. It was very much a. She was like, "It's actually Stanley Cup final. There's no S, despite it being multiple games." And I was like, "Just shut up." It's the final series. It's games. Is that is still gonna call City Field Shea Stadium fifteen years later? I'm gonna call it the Stanley Cup Finals if I want. As a journalist, it just sounds better as for finals. Is correcting people's English on Twitter xenophobic? Yes. So checkmate, grow up, people. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We're also gonna talk about some head coaching moves that have been made in the past couple of days again. And the NHL awards were tonight. So we will talk about those winners. And we'll get Scotty's opinions on some stuff because he's got a lot of opinions. We love opinions. Well, if we went based on our both opinions of how the game was going to go last night, one of us was right. One of us was not. Wow. I was mistaken. So why don't we just start there? We'll start off with the current standings of the Stanley Cup final slash finals. Honestly, I kind of expected the game last night. The first game that Tampa played at home for those listening and whatnot. I kind of expected it. I did too. As a Rangers fan, you should have expected it. I did not. I did not. Colorado was going to. Scotty thought Colorado was going to sweep. I thought they were going to sweep. They just, they looked cool. And I said, hold up a minute. I missed this one totally. I thought we were still at two games. (laughs) 
uh good for them is what i have to say uh i'm gonna be honest i'm not gonna i'm i'm not going to discount the whole altitude thing that's really crazy I to am. me am are you kidding me i i'm thinking about me at 25 feet above sea level it's not good it's not like people go there and play all the time and win and it's not like you know they don't talk about every single home game that colorado has like ooh, wow calgary not looking so sharp because the altitude like look some people said something about tampa's ice and how it's like the middle of june and now yeah that there's that too that tampa plays on bad ice because soft ice because when i was watching the games i noticed that the puck bounces a lot on tampa ice and when that that means that the the ice is soft yeah so that's like at the the middle of june in the middle of tampa how cold can they keep that place you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's true. How bad is this heat wave affecting that ice? Because that could be a thing too. Because yeah. like they're in a really bad heat wave, just like us. Like it's a hundred fucking three degrees Colorado here. Just played the outdoor game when it was fifty degrees. <laughs> they should be used to playing on soft ice. That is true. I don't know, guys. I think we might have to just call it at two good teams doing it. <laughs> you also are without the temperature. <laughs> ESPN could simply never just say, hey, these are two good teams playing. No. There has no. to be a reason. There has to be, yeah. I think that it's because of Berkey not being in. Mm. That's T. T. Yeah. I just don't think Kemper had a good game. Kemper. I just don't think Darcy Kemper is that good. <laughs> Hot take. It's, it's kind of like in, well, in that case, it would be like Edmonton's situation with Smith, but Kemper's not, not bad. No, definitely not as bad as Smith. That man is made of tape at this point. But, yeah. but... <laughs> icy hot patches <laughs> tape together. I don't know. I just like Berkey not being there. T. I just that's think, what it like, is. I mean, the Tampa is like we've. I've been saying this since before they even played the Rangers. Like they're super adaptable. Like even though it took them two games thus far in both series to figure it out, they did. Like they effectively boxed. Colorado out of the entire you know line in front of the goal they kept them to the boards they minimized stupid penalties that they took like I mean they just really really knew how to adapt and I think like yeah obviously Colorado looked insanely dominant in game two but that's when you've got so much video footage to work with over the next two days to go back and say we're not letting that happen again and like Tampa is the best team to be able to do that and they clearly did yeah i mean i think it's something to note that this is the i think i'm pretty sure this is the first road game that the avalanche have lost in this playoffs Mm -hmm. uh but also like tampa has lost like nine game ones in the last three years like every series that they play they lose game one because they're super adaptable like that's what they do they want to see what you do and then they fix themselves around it I still personally think that the Avalanche are going to win, but I and I initially said Abs in seven, and I'm going to stick by that. Like I think it's going to be a really good fight now that Tampa's kind of figured him out. See, I hope that that game was a fluke and that Tampa doesn't actually have it figured out. Yeah, I think we all hope that, but 
hope for the I can't watch Alex Kalorn be happy one more time. I can't do I can't it. Watch I can't watch Fuck happy. Pat Maroon. I don't know what this I so many of them are so unlikable. I just can't do it anymore. Honestly, yeah. I can't think of that many people on Tampa's team that I actually like. And I know that I for sure like have like Tampa and Bolts and all of that like blacklisted. So I don't have to yeah. see it. I mean, I obviously like Ryan McDonough, but even watching him this playoffs, I'm just kind of over it. Like, I don't know. I'm going to go through their roster, see if I like anybody, uh, but I don't. I don't know. My mom always used to say that you are the company you keep and Ryan McDonough hangs out with slime bags now, so. True, true. I don't know. Playing might have never played in New York. Hung out with the wrong crowd, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do like Braden Point. I know that that's going to make you upset that I just said that because I know you just told me that you yeah. hate Braden Point. But <laughs> I do like Braden Point. And that's all I got. You know what? I hope that they lose on the 24th, Tampa specifically, because Mikhail Mikhail Sergeyev is also a June 25th baby. I want him to lose. Sergeyev has been playing really well. Yeah, that's why I want him to lose. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think the only person that I semi-like is Victor Hedman. Oh, I forgot about Victor Hedman. I don't like him. I don't think there's one. I think he's overrated at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, also, like, I don't, maybe this is a weird take, but, like, Kucherov has been not great this mm-hmm. series. He also this got whole hurt. playoffs. He got hurt. But I think from even before he got hurt. He's been hurt for six years at this point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, I just, he hasn't been it. Cause that's what, like, everybody I know, like, at work that's like not super into hockey, like, knows him. And they'll be like, oh, but Kucherov, but Kucherov. And I'm like, he hasn't been scoring. Like, Stamp like, and what has about been it? a deadly player. And even Sergachev. But like, Kucherov and Nick really has. Paul. Hasn't... Nick Paul. Yeah. Nick Paul. Yeah. But I mean, Sorelli. like, I hate Sorelli. I forgot about him He's too. Just annoying. Stop oh. it. Ugh, no, Megan I think likes, Anthony Sorelli likes me. Sorelli. You I think me. he's neat. Of course you do, Megan. <laughs> I'm like Mark Simpson holding the potato. I love that meme. I just think that he's just neat. makes sense. But yeah, anyway, I'm saying abs in seven with a good fight. Abs in six. Scotty's Scotty's saying abs in six just because he can't say the same thing as me because no I can't and I truly believe abs in six. I honestly yeah I was gonna say abs in six. I don't want to say the cursed thing, but Megan's gonna be like Tampa in five. No, no, not in five. No, I think find a way. I think somebody in seven, but you're you're going Tampa in seven. I don't want to. Boo. But tomato, tomato, tomato. It, like, it feels bad. I don't like, I don't want to think. I don't that. want a three peat. I feel like they just get like the Patriots and get too cocky. I especially don't Tampa want to has had them. too many good things happen to them in sports and they shouldn't. Yeah, true. Tampa is not the place. Think about it, if you think about it, like if they stop now, then the two in a row that they won, while impressive, is still only two COVID wins. Listen, I'm all for like pumping up Southern hockey, but for some reason, Tampa just grinds my gears wrong. Them in Carolina, fuck Carolina. 
we really said, yeah, we love non-traditional hockey markets. And then a non-traditional hockey market started winning. And we said, no, not that one. Literally anybody else. We Nashville. We literally or, immediately. Or literally Florida Panthers. Yeah, true. We immediately went, fuck Tampa, fuck Carolina, fuck the Coyotes, fuck every team in California, fuck the Knights. Fuck they. I was going to say, fuck they. Actually. They just don't have I good don't, vibes. Give me a non-traditional hockey market with good vibes. They don't have I it. was going to say the Preds, but you don't like the Preds. I just don't like a lot of the players, but I like the vibes of the Preds. It's the, the same with the Florida Panthers. Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars have the right vibes, other than Jamie Benn, obviously. I was going to, yeah. That goes without saying. But other than him, they have the vibes. I'm just going to say that I think John Cooper is neat, too. I do like John Cooper. Did you see the video of him talking to Keandre Miller after the series? Yeah. Oh, love that man. Love, love wins. Happy <sighs> Pride. Well. Happy Pride, everybody. <laughs> I think it'll be a cold day in hell you find me going for the lightning. Un- yeah, no, no. Mm, unless they're playing like Chicago or something like that. But like. Yeah. In which case, eight nothing blowout. Andre Vasilevsky gets a goal and gets to kill an opposing player. He chooses Patrick Kane. Only one eighty-eight can remain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um. As for head coaches, Megan, what happened? John Tortorella to the Philadelphia Flyers. We talked about him last time. The, I thought the, we talked about Bruce Cassidy last time. We, we talked, talked a about, fuck ton about Bruce Cassidy. I think Cassidy, the yeah. Tortorella hadn't been confirmed yet, but we definitely talked about it. Oh, yeah. Because remember we talked about... We talked, we about, talked about Cassidy and... Then... Bonding. Yes. Uh, but okay, so confirmed John Tortorella. There was some tea on Instagram in the comments with Cam Atkinson and Zach, Zach Wierenski. Yes, there was. Um, Where Zach Wierenski made a... There was also another Blue Jackets player that was like, LOL, good luck. I don't know who, but uh, was it Brandon Dubinsky, maybe? Probably. He's very Probably, I think so, Instagram. yeah. Uh, it was on yeah. Twitter that it happened. Former, yeah, it was. I remember it was a tweet. But uh, Former players under Tortorella being like, LOL. Ha ha ha, I can't ask him. Was like, Atkinson was like, actually, that's my fucking friend, guys. Don't talk about him like that. <laughs> this just oh. in. Cam Atkinson is a fucking cop. How else do you explain liking John Tortorella? Thank you. Honestly. Um, so there's that. I mean, like, I get it. DeBoer went to Dallas. DeBoer to Dallas. Is that confirmed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't really like that. It's not confirmed yet, but Cassidy to Vegas? Was that confirmed? confirmed. Yeah. I think that was confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. But last I, really I saw like it was just like, to Dallas because isn't his whole thing that he's like not super nice to his goalies and their goalie is Jake Ottinger um, who has I never done anything wrong in his life. My first thought was like, get the hell out of there, Jake. Yeah, Jake. Get the hell oh, out. Oh, um, like that is unforgettable. I could see. I know that a bunch of Stars fans were worried about the way he's going to treat whichever Robertson they have on their team, but like that's Jason. not going to be the problem. It's going to be Jake Ottinger. Yeah. Who deserves the world? Yeah, like he was phenomenal. He if he had went deeper in the playoffs, I mean, he could have done some damage. That kid is big. Ottinger for Con Smythe. Literally though. Anyway, even though Um, he's here, (laughs) even though he's like fully fishing right now. (laughs) 
I want him out on the ice in his pads and skates to waste the cons mice. David Quinn is interviewing for the Bruins position. And it'll probably happen because he's a Boston guy and he has coached in Boston. That's just going to make DeBrusque want to leave more. Yeah. I like he already know. wants to peace out, but like young you have a coach who doesn't want to be done because he does yeah. not work well with young players in the NHL. Well, luckily for the Bruins, they're all a hundred years old, except for the ones that aren't. Say, except for Charlie. So yeah, like with you have a lot of the guys not returning, like Marchand's gonna be out for a while because of surgery. And then Patrice is like, he's like, I don't know where my future's like. done we were just in dick sporting goods and there was a random singular bruins passion rock jersey and i went it's a sign he's coming here it was just in like a sea of like rangers and jets jerseys we're just there it's a sign (laughs) very much someone purchased online and returned in store pasta to nyr confirmed at pasta's the nyr fan (laughs) yeah nyr fan one six two one three oh four (laughs) lord right 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 yeah i don't love that i also heard um the detroit coach will probably be one of the tampa assistant coaches when they're done with this series um which checks out steve eisenman likes who he likes yeah yeah shit oh there was an update on like bill haslam acquiring the preds so like he's gonna start out as a minority owner and then slowly work his way up for the next few years to majority owner so it's not like he's starting out yeah and to the people who said preds didn't tweet about pride they tweeted out june 1st and changed their icon on twitter and instagram and tiktok i believe but Preds did post for it, and then they're also doing a fundraiser for Pride right now. So, oh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, don't believe everything you read here on this podcast. Or here's a good idea: as a journalist, do your own research. Yeah. Well, I think it was just like a random person that tweeted it. But... Yeah, but like people who are like, "Oh my god, the Preds fucking suck!" Yeah. This is like, of course, Nashville. I'm like, actually, read, guys. Like, this is an easily checkable fact. Jess, you know that the reading comprehension on Twitter is abysmal. I know, oh, that's Darren on me Dreger for is saying, uh, Darren Dreger saying that he wouldn't be shocked if Gaudreau tests the free agency market. Yeah. Jess is, like, upset about it. True. Word. Johnny Gaudreau to Washington Capitals confirmed. He finished fourth in Hart Trophy voting. Interesting. Speaking of the Washington Capitals, uh, thinking about Nicholas Backstrom having his hip resurfaced is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And if I never see Nicholas Backstrom play another hockey game, I'm leaving this earth for Mars. That's what I have to say about that. Um, You know. The greatest passer of our generation does not deserve to go out with a fizzle and a long-term injury reserve. Oh, passer of our generation. Yes, <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> she doesn't take it. And I'm not taking. 
I'm not giving any suggestions. You reminded me of uh, my favorite hockey player of all time being traded to one of the worst teams of all time. But he won't even play for them because he's on super LTIR. So true. Shea Weber to Vegas. Oh, yeah. You rest in peace. God. I... All right. Well, See, you know, I just hope Vegas like buys him out because like that's a lot to be paying him for the next four years. Yeah. Like buy him out, let him sign a one-year contract. Stop it. One-year contract with the Preds, <laughs> <laughs> or not one year, one day, and then he can retire with them, and then his number will go up in the Raptors with Pekka because his number like it's going to be retired that's not even like a yeah did you see that article that was going around twitter today from the like disgruntled penguins beat reporter talking about i saw yeah like henrik should have gone to like buffalo or something like that fucking clowns mark mark something i don't know whatever i'll find it he was basically saying that lundquist's number shouldn't be retired by the rangers because he never won a cup and if like he's just like an average player and that the um rangers retire too many players and he's like the penguins like we're are only gonna retire crosby's coming up which is so not true they're gonna retire malkins probably too they're also gonna retire um yagers probably and they even do flurry they might even do flurry like i mean the the pittsburgh media does whippets they must yeah like it's always it's, it's whippets is what it is Pittsburgh. and yet i was just like i mean what like i what more does what more does someone have to do to be deserving of being getting a banner in madison square garden like he leads everything yeah well shea weber was the first captain for the preds drafted by the preds and yeah like served, he's definitely yeah like and then he still has that charity, the 365 with uh, Pekka, yeah. that helps children with cancer in Nashville at the Vanderbilt uh, Children's Hospital. Yeah, like, he'll definitely get retired. Yeah. And he still has a home, I believe, in Nashville. I'm sure that's probably. Don't quote me on that. You know. Well, maybe is Barry Trotz moving in right next door? Uh, it seems like everybody's What's moving in. What's up with that Nashville. guy, huh? What, what is that guy doing? Well, see, somebody said, like, when he, like, got fired that Barry was most likely going to like head for management which makes sense because like his son is disabled and uh like it would make sense to me that he goes into some kind of management role because like I don't know how old his son is now but I remember like he's probably our age or like somewhere along I think he's like around I think when he was first started with the Caps he was like 15 or 16 Nolan okay so he's like probably like my little sister's age. Yeah. So I mean it makes sense that Barry and his wife would like to like actually settle down somewhere and stay somewhere for a long long-ish while and it makes sense to me that that home is Nashville cuz I mean he was with Nashville for forever and then the whole reason that Tennessee has the best buddies chapter is because of him and his wife. So, like, they've got strong Tennessee ties just in general. Um, but also, Poile was the first, like, he was the GM to bring him uh, into the NHL because he came from Hershey. And then he brought him into the NHL because they were both, like, part of the Caps and kind of went with each other. Because I've, 
I've talked about the uh, the Caps Preds ties before, but I think Poile is going to be on his way out relatively soon, uh, at least within the next year or two. And I think that it may be good set up having Barry there kind of close yeah. to, because that may be an that- option. The Preds may explore that option to have good old Barreled as GM. Because every Preds fan that I know is unsatisfied with Poile. Mm-hmm. And then the Jets are going to have to hire Rick Tockett, broadcaster extraordinaire. And I mentioned to y'all, this was just a, we were talking about former players as coaches eventually and who we would like to see. I mentioned this in the group chat about eventually Shea Weber as a coach. Yeah. I think it's one thing to have like forwards as coaches, but I think it'd be really interesting to have like a solid defenseman as a coach and some, yeah. seeing somebody who like he I mean, he's a damn good leader, so he would be interesting as a bench boss in my opinion. Yeah, I would love to see that. Also like will someone just like let Pierre-Luc Dubois play on a team with of like functional management and front office and teammates like for once? Just once. No. No. maybe the he'll suffer- get it for his birthday this year the suffering is what makes it spicy leanne like just let this boy be on a good team all i've wanted for five years no somebody has to suffer and look handsome while doing it and it's gonna be peter luke it's, it's gonna be him um yeah no, that's a fair ask. I just don't think you're going to get what you're looking for on that one. A functional organization for Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, it's also come out that this whole Evander Kane arbitration case will probably not be solved by free agency. So I don't know what the hell is going to happen with that. Boo. Tomato, tomato. Get him out yeah. of Like, on one hand, like, who gives a hoot? But also, like, you're the NHL, and this disagreement has been going on since January. You didn't think to, like, schedule the arbitrator until June. It's hockey season, Megan. <laughs> what are we I don't know. Do? Isn't, like, faking your COVID documents, like, literally a federal crime? Maybe not in Canada. Not if you're a hockey player. No, he faked COVID. Not if you're not if you're a professional athlete. Come on. Yeah, he's not the only one. There's a handful of NBA players that did it. Right, but what I'm saying, but you're faking a federal document, like you're forging. I'm just saying that a bunch of them have done it. So the NSA is going to raise my text messages, but nobody cares that Evander Kane faked his COVID. I mean, it's probably text messages, Megan. I really don't think they are. Why would the NSA? We don't know. What have you for you? Okay, we don't know because Edward Snowden isn't here to ask him. Do you know in college I had this idea of like make oh my god I was a marketing genius. They were I was going to call them snow caps, like S N O W caps. And they were like little things that you could put on your laptop, like screen to block like your camera, you know, but when you like flipped it over, there was a picture of Edward Snowden there. Wow. I mean, come on, tell me you wouldn't buy that. Like, were you drunk when you thought of this? No, I wouldn't buy it. And I went snow caps. No, I wouldn't buy it because I like the attention. 
<laughs> in my in my webcam. All right, who's winning some award? Are they announcing the award? Like when is yeah. this already over? happened, Megan? They've already yeah. It happened already. But the awards for what six o'clock? Matthews yes. wins heart. I got home and they started announcing them. Matthews wins heart. Kale McCarr takes Norris. Matthews wins Ted Lindsay. Uh, Mo Cedar claims Calder. Chesterkin wins Vezina. Oh, love wins. Yeah. Yeah. At least one good thing happened. But also get this Austin Matthews guy out of here. Right. I mean, enough of him. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that. Um, and Roman Yossi made uh, because mm-hmm. I get updates for him. Um, he made the All Star team for the second he time in his career. Also, technically had more first place votes for the Norris than Kale McCarr Kale. did. Yeah. But McCarr had more votes overall that added up to more points. So because he had, I think McCarr had seventy something, and Yossi had forty something yeah. uh, votes for second place. Mikey Stevens with the electoral college is added again. <laughs> How many votes did John Carlson have? <laughs> he was like sixth, maybe two from two of his kids. <laughs> um, me his demons didn't even vote for him his third kid voted for Braden Holby fucking demons no his third kid voted for freaking Damon Severson I think Austin Matthews on his fit tonight look at time was when Holby and Burkhoffsy were still in the caps and their kid was just way more obsessed with the two of them than he was John Carlson <laughs> that is the most heinous heinous male look at that view Scott, like that. Like, that is terrible. Yeah, thought, what are your thoughts on Austin Matthews? What are my thoughts on Austin Matthews? Yeah. I think he's a great hockey player. Yo, you could land a fucking helicopter on that thing. You know what? That forehead is used for ads. Oh. He's good looking, but he can play some hockey. That's why I think about Austin Matthews. I think he can play some hockey. Well, what matters more? I mean, Wait, where did they have the NHL awards? In Vegas, right? Why is Kale McCarr there? That's what I said. I was like, this was like a practice to go to. Aren't yeah, you? exactly. Like, don't you? Aren't you? Like, you better win tomorrow night, I sir. Believes conference. That's why I said I went. He's there. Like, I mean, you got everybody talking about it. Great one, Chelios. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Chris Chelios. Okay. So, uh, Zegras actually only had 15 first place votes for Calder. Who? Trevor Zegers only had 15. Yeah, I find that a little tragic. Yeah, like, Morris Cedar won by, like, 700 points. Yeah. Like, was he on like Michael Bunting? Yeah. That's hilarious to me that Michael Bunting... That's, like, the 20th. That would kind of funny. Tanner Janot with the Preds got a seventh. So, like... And then we also had another one. Wow. Martin Faravari. I love him. Ricky? What? I feel like he's been around for long enough. He's he's never qualified. So they like, they have him up for just a little bit. They have him for like, maybe like 10 games total. Right. I feel like he's never passed like the game threshold. No, he's never. Cause I've been keeping my eye eye on him since 2019. Cause I was like, he should have started here. Like this time I wrote something and it said that I would have started him. Like I would have given him an opening night roster spot in 2019 and i stick by that and he has shown that he's been worth it every step of the way marty the party martin Ferivari. 
uh, Trevor Zegers might not have won the Calder, but he did want he did win the suit. He did have a nice suit. You know what else he won? Uh, fine. Getting a picture from the, with from the, game, from the game and parks department. He did win a cancellation uh, via hockey Twitter for 48 hours for uh, apparently being worse than a racist. Good. Oh, Chris Jury, Jim Gregory, general manager oh, of the word. year. I, yeah, I forgot about that. I think that's a really good move. I genuinely like all props to Chris Jury this year. He did a lot of really good things for the Rangers. Scotty, if you could only keep one Rangers UFA from this season, who is it? Who is it? Who is it for you? UFA. You got like Reeves, Strom, Cop. Vitrano? Is he one? Vitrano. Yeah. I'll keep Vitrano. I'll keep Vitrano. That's um, the one. <laughs> I would. You can only keep one, though. I can only keep one. Yeah. You're keeping Vitrano? Yeah. Taco? Taco? I don't. Not a UFA, though. Awesome. That's the question. He? Isn't he? He's an RFA. Oh details oh look at mega knowing things <laughs> i'm not even gonna keep my boy georgie georgie <laughs> that's chesty who needs georgie when you have chesty? i do have- <laughs> she said that to my emotional my emotional support backup goalie there's gonna be another emotional backup None as good as him. None that are going to punch Tony D'Angelo in the face and put Martin Luther King Jr. on their mask and have a pet bunny. Also be the sweetest person alive. Nate Bash. I remember that. Yeah. And Scotty bought Chuck-a-Pucks and then didn't realize what you were supposed to throw them at, so he was throwing them at the wrong thing. What do you... Wait, what? I know where to throw a Chuck-a-Buck. Throw it towards the middle of the ice. No, you, you're supposed to throw it into the moving car. Why would you want to do that? Because if you get to so you could the win. car, you win the car. Well, who's you're supposed to throw it into the car? Yes, he's over here throwing him at the, the inside, and I was like, you're supposed. They just said you're supposed to throw him at the car. I was throwing him to center ice. That's how I've always done Chuck the Park. That's because at high school games they don't have a car to give you to go drive around the ice. He looks so betrayed. <laughs> All right, Lord. Oh, I want to hear your uh, NCAA baseball takes right now. Just in general? Yeah. Ole Miss. Nasty. Jess really wants to know your opinions on Ole Miss is where we're going. No, I want to know who you think is going to take home the College World Series. As somebody, like, as reigning champions, I want to know. I've always appreciated college, like, baseball a lot. I, lo- I love to watch it. I think it's so entertaining. But I do think, I think, I think Ole Miss will, will pull it out. They just, their lineup's very deep. They have a very deep lineup. Nasty. Just because I really don't want them to win, a, like, we just won last year. Mississippi State did. <laughs> so I don't want, like, Ole Miss to go in because that would be, like, that would be like the Penguins winning one year and then the Flyers winning one like the next year. And then you have like this, except multiply it that it's literally the worst rivalry, rivalry, Jesus, that I've ever seen and ever been a part of. Um, 
like there are family like who do not talk to each other because like they're Ole Miss fans and Mississippi State fans. Um, but for them to bring it home the year after we won our very first NCAA championship just feels blasphemous to me. Vile. And like they would hold it over us, like they would be like, "Ha ha ha, we won the next year, and you didn't even make it." And like, fuck you. <laughs> I just don't want them to win out of spite. And I also hate everything Ole Miss stands for. So <laughs> I do, I do think college baseball is very unpredictable at times as well. Oh yeah, because like last year, we I don't even think that we were like nobody really expected us to pull anything out, and for us to have done it. And for like so many of our players, so like that catches fire right at right when you have to. That's really because we like at the SEC tournament. I think we didn't win a single game last year at the SEC tournament, and then we went and we like won the World Series or College World Series. Like I think that that's. I like stories like that, um, but. Everybody that I've gone for has been eliminated or um, has not done well. I just hope Ole Miss will not. I hope they'll choke. I hope they choke. Like, I just. That's the one thing that, like. In competition, but also, like, just wants them to perish. (laughs) Uh, All of our interns are from Ole Miss. So, oh, two of our interns, two of our three interns are from Ole Miss. So. I'll give a props to their journalism school, but and their law school. But you won't see me giving them many more props. Their college hockey team's also good, but I hate them. They're the reason I hate Ole Miss. So, but they're the one team that's trying to like actually break through and have an NCAA team, uh, D1 team in the SEC. So, like, that'll be interesting because you actually like. Trevor Zegers' like cousin is on their team. And then when I was there, uh, Anthony Batetto's cousin was on the team. Oh, good old Anthony Batetto. Yeah. From Long Island, New York. Yeah. You guys know Trevor Zegers. Right? That's who you met in the bank once? Yeah. He was playing Pokemon on his Game Boy. <laughs> Your old friend. Way back. He was really young. I'm like five years older than him, six years older than him. So he was really young. He played high school hockey <clears throat> with, you know, Brandon Samina. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. He played high school hockey. He played, like, travel hockey with him. Yeah. And, like, they played on the same team. And he said that he just, he, he went. Yeah, he, he used to, Hollywood. he wouldn't know, like, way, way, when he was really young, he played on, like, the. Express. Yeah. But also the, like, Seagulls or whatever. The, the like, Westchester Seagulls or some shit like that. I don't know. And this is when he was Vipers? like, no, not he didn't play on the Vipers. He didn't play on the Vipers. He play, it was like the Seagulls or something. Polar bears? No. A seagull is not a polar bear. But like it, it was like a bird. It was a bird it was a team. Bird? Yeah. Anyway, the paper cranes. Um. <laughs> yes. The oh the ducks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, how can I forget? Thank you. Right, of course the ducks. But there's that. Um, I don't know what else is going on. I don't know. Uh, didn't Sharks, the Sharks are still looking for a GM? Connecticut Whale signed somebody on the Czech national team, did they not? 
They signed a couple people. The six re-signed Soraya Tinker as well. Nice. The Riveters re-signed Kelly Babstock. Yeah. All right. Love wins. Fins up. Fins up, honestly. I think. I think I'm. You're moving over? You're moving on? I don't know. You're breaking up with the ribs? I don't know. I was kind of in limbo last year. I was really pulling for the whale. (laughs) Do we have official CJ news or no? Uh, still nothing official, but uh, pretty sure that it's uh, she's gonna be on the six. Interesting. Really a choice. It is. DJ, if you're listening and you want to be on the ribs, like you can come move in to my house. I have a trundle bed. They already signed a goalie. They could use another one. And so did the whale. Like the the roster spots are dwindling. I'm just saying, I have a trundle bed. What do we think for the future of like the expansion of the PHF? Like, I know that they've been talking about getting a few teams for a while. So, like, like pretty much a done deal. Um, what do we think the other city is? I mean, I honestly feel like Pittsburgh or like Midwest, more mid, something that bridges the gap a little bit more. Yeah, I personally want one in Nashville. I think Nashville would do well with one. I think that DC would do well with one. I think the only problem with Nashville is the amount of players that don't live in the area. Yeah. And the fact that like... You would would have a really good fan base. I just don't think you'd get a lot of pull of players because nobody already lives... Like Chicago, people already live there. Yeah. Like a lot of the US team is centralized in Chicago. Like yeah. You could get Jesse Comper on a team. Nasty. You could get it's Chicago, not Jesse. Back. Like, <laughs> I don't know that she's coming back, but you know. Like... Yeah. I just want Nashville to have more sports because I can go to it. It's yeah. within driving distance. Yeah. But I think it's definitely like not a an immediate expansion thing, but like Yeah. Most maybe in a 10, 12, you know. Yeah. And it really starts to like see because like you have one of the I think one of the whale people, I don't know, like somebody within the whale organization is from Nashville. Nice. I know uh, Murphy's from like one of the Carolinas and she travels every weekend to play. Yeah. But I know that uh Justin Bradford had her on penalty box radio. I forget who it was, but it was like I remember it being oh, yeah. somebody from the whale and they were our, like they're centralized out of Nashville. Yeah. And I think that there's enough women's hockey to start growing in Nashville. So like not immediately, but again down the road. Um and I, the Preds are working with TSU to bring some kind of hockey to TSU, which would be pretty big because it would be like they're trying to get it NCAA sanctioned V1 kind of stuff. Um, which would be one of the first HBCUs with a uh, D1 hockey team. Music. Yeah. Um, but they've been doing a lot of stuff like, yeah, Pred's only posted like technically one time about Pride, like an original tweet, not like a retweet or anything like that. 
but they posted like a fuck ton about Juneteenth. That's cool. Yeah. And they did like a huge celebration and everything. And like they're putting in the effort when it comes to the black community in Nashville. I don't know. I don't want to say that, but like they're doing more than I've seen some other teams do. And not that I'm going to be a spokesperson for black people, but it's just a T it's good to see something happening. That's not just fully white. And especially when I know that like Nashville has, I've gotten on my high horse about this multiple times, but one of their practice facilities is literally in one of your mostly like Hispanic population, like heavily Hispanic populated area. And they don't do any kind of marketing there other than saying, Hey, this is where we are. And to me, it's nice to see other minorities being included in growing the game of hockey, even if it's not Hispanics. Um, I would like to put on the record that Scotty and I went to an arcade before and I beat him at air hockey. And then I beat him at Papa shot. And then I beat him at Papa shot connect four. And then I beat him at ski ball. And people say she never played the game. She beat me seven six in air hockey. Seven five. It was seven six. It was seven to five. It was seven to five. <laughs> Do not make my goals against average higher than it's supposed to be. She beat me forty seven to like forty on the freaking Papa shot, but she didn't want to go on the big one. She wanted to use the little tiny one because I wanted to play against each other. They're just taking two swipes, two different turns. It's more fun when you're playing simultaneously. Hey, and then I won Papa Shot Connect Four. Okay, that was that was that's that's what it like. What is that? More skill. You aim for the one that you're going for, and it will bounce off that one and go all the way in the other side. Maybe for you, but I hit the one I was aiming for ninety percent of the time. Yeah. And then ski ball. You want to talk about ski ball, Mister? I'm so good at ski ball. Ski ball. I'm be- I'm terrible at ski ball, to be honest. I almost won mini golf the other day, so that was pretty good, but I didn't win. <laughs> so <laughs> little siblings deserve to be humbled. They do things. Big siblings do things that they know they're going to win it, but they don't have to face the challenge. What what else did you want to play? Well, I ran out of credit. Yeah, so what were we supposed to play that I you wanted out to play? I credits. The game that was out of service, I would have beat oh, you in that. Oh, game. yeah, you would have beat me at the game that was out of service. That's what women in sports have to go through. <laughs> this is what women in sports have to the go through. The plight of women you, in sports. You absolutely demolish your brother at something, 4-0, and oh, and he goes, well, we didn't play the stuff that I would have won at. I just said you beat me fair and square. And on that note, <laughs> oh fuck, you're so recording. <laughs> I think we are done with tonight's episode. Does anybody have any other questions for the man in the room, Mister oh. Scott Trick? Oh, mm. I probably could think of something if you gave me five more minutes, but five whole minutes. We're never going to get to the question. What are your opinions on hot dogs? On hot dogs? They're pronounced glizzies. It's fucking dog season, baby.
Scott, how many hot dogs do you think you could eat in one sitting? Not a lot. You don't eat a lot. I could. If I didn't eat for a whole day, I think I could maybe get down four or five. Then I'd be done. I'm going to tell you. But the record shows, Scotty does not eat a lot on a normal basis. So, And I'm also going to let you know, eating five hot dogs in one sitting, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> what Bev? What is your Bev of choice? Yeah. Baja Blast. What's God. your Dunkin' order? Freeze or just a... Just a drink. What's your Dunkin' order? Medium iced caramel latte with almond milk and two crunch wraps. From Dunkin'? The 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 wake up wraps. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But today he got a mango refresher Ooh. with lemonade. Coffee. Wasn't feeling coffee. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's yeah. good to have you. Good to finally meet Scotty. you. Thank you. You did great, everybody. The first family guest. First family guest. Thank you. Round of applause. I would argue perhaps even better at podcasting than the three of us. He feels like he didn't really say much. But that's good because we all probably need to say less. (laughs) That's what I meant. (laughs) Is that we're just... We just just go, you know? comes a point when you run out of important things to say so you just keep talking mm-hmm. um yes anyway thank you all for listening go abs jack hughes trevor zegris's suit can't lose dead sharp <laughs> green green out send us a like or a subscribe or a, a comment or a jesus christ you need to put a trigger warning on that